0: Well, good morning, welcome back to Let's Open the Bible. Uh, we're gonna continue today in our study of the inerrancy and infallibility of God's holy breathed out word. Love that, by the way. <laughs> uh, I love that that God spoke into existence the creation and he spoke into existence his word. I love that. Anyway, my name is Russ. I'm here with Gavin Pratt. We're just a couple of pastor friends that love the Lord and love God's word. And uh, we're talking about uh, this the uh, the Bible this week and, and uh, the inerrancy of Scripture and, and all of that. Today we want to read from Hebrews chapter 2, give you a chance just to briefly uh, hurry every chance you get, take all the time you need, uh, from uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, and it says this, Therefore we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. And it's a mouthful right there. For since the message declared by angels, according to his
1: will. Gavin, why don't you lead us to the throne of grace? All right. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace, and the only reason that we have a right to be in your presence, we didn't earn it, God. In fact, we earned the exact opposite. We earned separation and condemnation, but we can approach with with confidence because we have a high priest that is not unsympathetic with our weaknesses, but one who in every way is tempted as we are yet without sin. Jesus died on the cross, God gives us an audience with you, the Almighty. And so we come through him to you, asking that you would bless this time. It, it, is, it is because he is not just better than Moses. He is not just better than the angels. He is not just better than the law. His, his blood does not cry out a better word than the, than the blood of Abel. It is because he died. God the Son died in our place. And, and uh, when he rose, was declared an acceptable sacrifice. To wash us of all our sins and now we we can approach with that great confidence to cry out in a time of uh, of need for help in jesus name amen amen hey real quick just an aside
0: um i had a professor make the observation that the only that, that uh abel the only time abel is heard speaking is his blood crying out from the ground so just you mentioned abel yeah so huh. i thought that was interesting that is very interesting yeah just chew on that a little bit. Uh, if you don't know either one of us personally, what you'll know is we're we're both kind of goofy and and uh, kind little, is an but, understatement. Well, I'm trying to be kind, <laughs> and, uh, but we, you know we we love the Lord, we love the Word, and uh, so hopefully you're enjoying this. Uh, we, as has been said in the previous weeks, we're not going to cover everything that could be said about any of the passages we discuss. There's there's so much more that could be got you know gotten into. And so what we're hoping for is that this is a, a jump off place for you, for you personally. You, you just get with the word and and read it and study it and grow in your knowledge of grace and truth of Jesus Christ through uh, this process. So don't let this be your only time in your, your copy of the Bible.
1: Amen. And and I do also want to add really quickly that while we are pastors and very responsible to know the word, it, we 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 will be held to a higher standard. Uh, As ministers of this word, I I love that I had never ever contemplated that that is the only time you hear Abel speak. And I'm not, you know, again, I don't want to be derelict in my duty as a pastor, but I don't want to claim that I I know every single jot and tittle of scripture. I don't. What I love is that we're all in this thing together and we have the same word open before us. So I hope that's an encouragement to some people. Let's dig in, let's get excited about God's word, that love letter to us. Amen
0: well and and you know what uh, what we see here in in this Hebrew passage to author of Hebrews you know some would say it's it's Paul, others would say it is one of paul's disciples. we don't know that's not the point. The point is this this author heard scripture, heard the word of God, and his caution here is an important caution let's pay much closer attention to what we heard lest we drift away from it.
1: Right. Well, in in Hebrews, you know, the author is communicating the superiority of Jesus to all things. And so you have a group of Hebrews that are entering into persecution and they need to be fed something that will help them withstand this persecution, as the writer says that they won't shrink back. And so, um, He's saying, "Listen, we've heard this word, and it is the glorious word—not of angels, not of men, not of types and shadows that you find in the Old Testament. This is this is the second person of the Trinity, mm. that glorious God, Emmanuel, God with us, who died for our sins. Now, now, when you hear this, it's better than the law. It's better than that word of an angel. Don't neglect it, and and um, lest you drift right." Uh, and so we want to be anchored to it. Um, where am I? Lest we heard, lest we drift away from it. Verse one. Yeah. Lest we drift away from it. So my dad one time went on a sailboat and he was sailing around and, um, the Caribbean. And I'm not sure of the place. If anybody knows, feel free to correct me, but I think it might've been Bimini, but it's this harbor that you come into and everybody on these sailboats, my dad was on a sailboat with his friend. Uh, So my dad and Lou, his friend, were on this sailboat and they decided they were going to come into this harbor, unlike other people who took their sails down and motored into the harbor. My dad had read a book about this really cool way of coming into a harbor where you come in full sails, you drop the anchor, the boat kicks around, you drop the other anchor, and you're just sitting there, you know, and the whole harbor is looking at you like you are the bee's knees. That is one cool cat. So he comes into the harbor. Now, this is not me. I'd rather come in very, you know, inconspicuously, but he came in, full sails up. So now the whole harbor is looking at him. Who is this goofball? Sails up, coming in, and Lou's driving. Uh, Sorry, my dad is driving, I think, and he tells Lou, all right, throw the first anchor, and Lou, Lou throws the first anchor out, and the rope starts going out, and Lou looks back, and it's not cleated off. Oh, no. So he's trying to catch up with the rope, and it's going through his hands, and he doesn't have the strength to stop it, and then it keeps jerking out, and he can't, and finally the, the end of the rope comes, and it's gone. And so in, with full sails up and the whole harbor looking, they beach the boat. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm just saying, in Hebrews, he's saying, listen, if you're not tied off, you're going to drift away, mm. Victor Frankl one time, and I, I don't remember if it was in Man's Search for a meeting or an interview that I had seen of his, but he talks about like, listen, if you're not aiming the right way, the currents will pull you away from that, that goal. If you're not focused on Christ Jesus, you know, Paul says, man, I, I haven't arrived, but I, man, I keep my focus on Christ yeah. and I press on. If you lose that focus, and I know this may be not exactly the application of the text, but like Peter, if you're looking at everything around him, you will start drifting away from from Jesus. And so don't neglect. Pay close attention. And and the thing that amazes me, it's not, therefore you must pay closer attention to what we've heard. It's not that the gospel becomes less glorious or less worthy or less true of a treasure, less valuable. It's that we drift away from it.
0: Hmm.
1: I've been there. Oh yeah. And, and maybe as, a, as a, a way to live in light of this, the fastest way for you to start doubting scripture, in my personal experience, is to allow sin to exist in your life. Wow. Your soul will preserve itself and shove God out so you can continue in sin. And you won't even feel it. I, I mean, I'm telling you from personal experience, if you allow sin to consistently dwell in you, you will find ways of disbelieving the Bible, subconscious ways, sometimes conscious, but often subconscious ways to drift away for the sake of preserving your soul or preserving your, your uh, like not to rip you apart. Like you, you, they just don't abide well together. The, the God's word and God's truth and your sin. And so in order to preserve, you know, almost your sanity, you'll shove God's word out.
0: Yeah. And I actually heard the account of a pastor who made the decision that he was going to live one year like an atheist. Now, why any pastor would do that? I really don't know. But to my knowledge, this is a true story. And guess what happened? So he didn't go to church. He didn't read his word. He didn't pray. He lived like an atheist. Guess what happened after the year? He declared that he was an atheist. And it is to to the exact point that we're saying here is that that You know, the more we neglect what we know to be true, the more we neglect God's word, the more we allow pervasive sin uh, in our life. You know, in other words, the less we're keeping short accounts, repenting of our sin, doing all the things that we know to abide in the Lord and he in us. uh, The more we don't do those things, the more we neglect those things, the more we drift.
1: Right, and and just so anybody that would listen to us and say, "Well, that sounds a lot of work-based stuff." That sounds like if we're not in the Word, that's a work, a work, a work. And and we would not say we would call them spiritual disciplines. You're placing yourselves in the streams of grace. You know, that so you're not earning salvation. You're not going to stand up before God one day and say, "Ta-da!" But you are placing yourselves in the streams of grace. You are, you know, the Word. Sanctify them by Thy truth. Thy Word is truth. God's Word is. God's chosen tool to sanctify you by the power of a spirit. Again, the spirit and the word are never separated. The spirit gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I've spoken, they are spirit and they are life or the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Um, yeah. So, so, um, and the other one that I always say is do not be uh, drunk with wine for that is debauchery, but be filled with the spirit. Well, what is the manifestation of that? Songs and hymns and spiritual songs. Where else is that? Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So Colossians 3, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. What is the manifestation of that? It overflows into psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. The word and the spirit are always coupled, always related, inextricably linked. And so if you want to be a spirit-filled Christian, be a word-filled, saturated Christian.
0: Yes, amen. And, and, to, and to that point, verse 3 keeps jumping out at me. You know, how shall we escape? How shall we escape, Gavin, if we neglect? such a great salvation.
1: Right. And what he's saying is if, if you ignore, so, so uh, you know, there's that account in the old Testament and it's, it's just is shocking about a man collecting sticks on the Sabbath and they bring him forth and they ask God, it's not just like they determine what to do. They, they, they bring him in and in, in some way, ask God, what should we do to this man? And the, the, the answer is stone him to death, right? They mm. kill him. Wow. And, and we go, good gracious. That's horrible. How could a loving God do? Well, oh, a uh, God all mercy is a God unjust, right? So, so, but, so but, but, the, but for me, the point that I would make is we tend to think of now the New Testament fluffy bunny God. Well, God's <laughs> the same yesterday, today, and forever. So this Hebrews account is talking about if you thought it was devastating then, wait till you're cast into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And again, I can't stand boogie monster pastors. Paul does remind us that we are to warn everyone and teach everyone that we may present everyone, uh, I think, blameless in Christ. I think we are to warn. We are not to be boogeymen, oh, this could get you. We are to warn people that, you know, that if you neglect, think how bad it was to neglect the law. Jesus is better. It's, Jesus isn't less than the law. He's, He's infinitely better. Better than the law. Don't neglect this one. So, and, 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 and I don't want to get to where we unhitch from the Old Testament, as one pastor said we ought to. We shouldn't unhitch from the Old Testament. But Hebrews is reminding us, like, the gospel's serious stuff. It's not a pick me, pick me, pick me. It's a, here's the door of escape. Here's the, the way of Exodus. I, I love that, that, that went on the Mount of Transfiguration. And Jesus is up there with Moses and Elijah. You know what they're talking about? In the Greek, it says they're talking about his, in the English, in the ESV, I think it's departure. Mm. In the Greek, it's Exodus. They're talking about his Exodus. Can you imagine that? They know he's going to the cross and they know if he doesn't go to the cross, they aren't saved. Mm. That's right. They know it. Now, Peter, James, and John don't, but they do. Can you imagine that, that? I don't know that this is, this is purely speculative. This is absolutely speculative. But can you imagine for them crying crucify him? Like on the Mount of Transfiguration. I mean, this is total fiction, but with tears in their eyes crying crucify him. He's not only the only hope I've got, Moses, Elijah, Gavin, Russ. He's the only hope my kids have. Crucify him. No crown without a cross. Don't neglect such a great salvation.
0: Yeah.
1: Amen. Well, look, that's
0: such a powerful way to end this episode, but this is all the time we have today. I hope this has been encouraging for you and challenging, and I hope that you will continue to open your Bible. But we also hope that you will like and subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> far we, more important, to open your Bible. Yes, yes. <laughs> far more important. Uh, But otherwise, we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow as we continue this important conversation. Until then, God bless.